Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I am your host, John Harris, and somewhere on my right-hand side is my right-hand man, Gabriel. No? Okay. Okay. He's, he's, he's under a blanket right now. He's upset because Daddy has been doing interviews all day. And he hates me. All right. Good thing we're talking about pessimism today, because today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have Pessimist, who has a new album called Holdout, which is released on June 26th via MDD Records. And right now I'm being joined by Murphy to share some more information about what the boys have got going on and what they've been up to. So, Murphy, <laughs> welcome to the show. Yeah. Hi, John. How are you doing? Awesome to be here. Thanks for the invite. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, it's kind of hard for me to not invite you guys on because, I mean, your artwork is brutal and <laughs> the music. You. You're welcome. And <laughs> the music is brutal. And, I mean, there's a couple of track titles on the album, Hold Out, that. I mean, Kill and Become, that's just fantastic. We've got to get into that. And You can hear my voice on that. Okay. I'm, I'm the guy with, with, the high, with the high screams, so they allowed me to, to scream on that song. <laughs> that, almost sounds like, that. <laughs> that almost sounds like an interesting conversation. All right, guys, we need somebody who has really high screams, and you're like, this is my moment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is what I've been waiting for. And uh, <laughs> My time to shine. <laughs> exactly, my time to shine. <laughs> Guys, I can do it. And they were like, wait, what? <laughs> and then you're like, let me show you. And you got in front of the microphone and the rest is history. So this is actually how it went. <laughs> exactly how it went, baby. And uh, Mountain of Death. So these these are some cool track titles from a band that is, of course, called Pessimist, which makes a lot of sense. And um, we're going to chat about a couple of tracks today. So one of the tracks that was uh, brought forth is called Lands Connect. Mm-hmm. And... What is that? What is a, I mean, I guess I could look it up myself, but what is Landsknecht? What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, Landsknecht is, um, yeah, is a soldier from the Thirty Year War that um, was in Europe in yeah, like the sixteenth century, and was a really brutal religious war. And um, yeah, this this song is about the suffering during that war. That's, okay. Yeah, I'm now looking it up. <laughs> Wikipedia says German-speaking mercenaries consisting predominantly of pikemen and supporting foot soldiers who became an important military force in early modern Europe. And I think somebody else mentioned there was uh, a bit of a religious note to it as well. But I guess take -hmm. take us through this concept. is, Is it part of the album? It almost seems like because there's a soldier on the front cover... Uh, there's mm-hmm. a lot of references to death. Is it an album about different forms of militarism? Yeah, I think every album from Pessimist is to some degree about uh, yeah, war and death. Um, a f- typical thing to do when you're in a thrash metal band. But <laughs> this soldier on the cover is actually uh, related to the Holdouts, which is the other song. Um, it's a Japanese soldier on the cover artwork. And yeah, it has nothing to do with with Landsknecht. Well, no, we didn't have that technology when they were doing the Landsknecht. It would be a guy with a sword. (laughs) Yeah. And a a funny hat. Two. And funny leggings. (laughs) And a drum. Wouldn't be that cool on an artwork cover. (laughs) No, it it totally wouldn't look cool. It wouldn't look cool at all. I'm looking at the the cloak these guys are wearing, and I'm like, man, like you can't go into battle with that thing; you'll get killed. <laughs> yeah, and they got killed. 
Yeah. <laughs> their sleeves are so big, somebody just grabs onto them and they lose complete control. Their sleeve is bigger than uh, their head. Could be, yeah, could be. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> cool. Now, when it comes to this concept, I guess, was it something you've wanted to write a song about for a while? Or, um, I guess, kind of weird to say, is it part of German heritage? Um, not really, um, but our vocalist um, TZ, I think you can call him like that in English, and in German you call him TZ, he is, he's a geek, man. He's all about history, and he wants to cover every historic event. And yeah, I guess that one was missing. <laughs> so he wanted to cover that with, with the lyrics, and so, yeah, it's that simple. <laughs> okay. Very cool. Now, when it came to the album, what was it about this track that made it a focus track that gets... Is it a music video or a lyric video? Um, this is... Um, I think it has no video at all. We had an, a visualizer for the song, like an audio visualizer. And um, I think the song shows every aspect of the album. So it's like a preview of the album. I think you can say that. that it's like it combines all the stuff that um, yeah awaits when you when you listen to Holdout. Mm-hmm. Absolutely sweet. Now, if you want to check out that visualizer video that we were just chatting about, you can obviously do so by going to today's show notes at www.therockwoodpodcast.ca, and you can also check out the. Is it a visualizer video for Holdout as well? For Holdout, it's a lyric video with uh, some interesting facts about history <laughs> for the geeks. <laughs> Okay, what are some of these interesting facts, and how does that pertain to Holdout? I remember you said it's a Japanese soldier. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, take us through it. Is about, Holdout is about Japanese soldiers after World War II who did not realize or, or knew that the war is over because communication to their home broke down completely. Um, so they fought on Pacific Islands for years and years, but although there, there was no any enemy anymore... Um, and they refused to believe that Japan gave up. Um, yeah, this is the story is unbelievable, I think, and it showcases a, a typical senseless fight, in my in my opinion. And yeah, we think that most fights are that senseless, and we felt this senselessness as well as we fought through the seven years not being able to go back into the studio. Um, yeah, but. Uh, in the end, we persevered. <laughs> yeah, it's very interesting. You're taking taking something that happened in history that is uh, obviously we learned about that in school as well, and it's been a very long time since you know I uh, heard about it, and then you mentioned it just now, and mm-hmm. you know, it's a very interesting idea because there is the 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 real idea of somebody who is actually uh, soldiered up to combat a physical enemy, but especially with regard to what's going on right now with being in lockdown and coronavirus and a few other things, especially, uh, you know, with what's going on and, and uh, uh, people asserting their, their human rights, is mm-hmm. how many people are fighting something in their head that, um, that's been a part of the lockdown or and how many people are now fighting something that, you know, is also real. It's a very interesting concept to bring up how many people mm-hmm. how many people are mm-hmm. actively in a holdout of some kind or in multiple kinds of holdouts mm-hmm. yeah i think we did not intend that but i think it makes kind of sense as you describe it like that it, ma- it definitely makes sense yeah. 
Wow. Because I was actually going to ask, you know, based on some of the tracks on this record on Holdout, and in Holdout almost, almost especially, is do you guys find almost an eerie connection to the events that are going on now that have maybe rebranded the songs for you? Mm. Hmm. Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, let me think. Mm. Um, I think not really because, yeah. Oh, I can't un- answer that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I also, think not. I, th- I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Groovy. I also thought of, you know, interestingly enough, we've got these Japanese soldiers who are on these islands, you know, still still fighting the enemy that doesn't exist and the war is over. Mm-mm-mm. And I mean, I'm sure you can you can testify about this as well. Um, how many of our grandfathers woke up in the middle of the night at home in their bed still thinking that they were at war? Yeah. Yeah, true. You know, PT- PTSD holding out in that way. It's, mm-hmm. Man, we, we could go for days on this concept, Murphy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very cool. Now, something you mentioned was it had been a few years since the last release, and I don't have that information up in front of me right now. But I guess mm-hmm. take us through this album, Holdout. Did it take a while to work on the record because of just production, or was it, you know, the bass player up and quit again, or... Um, I'm not saying that ever happened to you. It's just that'd be the third time I've heard that today. No joke about. Uh, oh, yeah, we had to change uh, lineups because the bass player left. Like, are you again? Um, again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our lineup. Our lineup changed uh, like four times, I think, and it was horrible. Um, <laughs> you guys are pessimists. I was part of that too. It was horrible. We we thought about breaking up several times and. That during the songwriting process, you can't be creative when there's always something missing or someone new is coming and you have to learn the stuff with, with them and what's going on with the pessimist concept. And yeah, it was was really, really um, horrible. Yeah, it was hard, a hard time. And that, that was for seven years. And there were times where we did not rehearse at all because... Yeah, there was just no motivation left for this project. Yeah, but, but as I said before, we, we fought through this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that makes us really proud. And I think hold out, holding out this situation is, is like a metaphor for that could be that, yeah, that we finally made it through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Except you got to reverse all that because you're you guys are pessimists. So it was great <laughs> that you guys suffered, yes. and it's terrible now that it's over because everything's going to go wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, terrible. But, yeah, absolutely terrible. <laughs> but I mean, very cool stuff. And one of the things that was noted uh, across my desk is that you guys have a mercilessly razor sharp production. And I think as far oh, as thank you. Well, yeah, you're quite welcome. Um, and what, I, what I've noticed is thrash metal is allowed to be produced up to a certain point, and then after that, you're a sellout. So it's like you guys have like hit, hit that point where it's like, this is a, a sweet-sounding modern thrash album that you're not a sellout yet. So it's like, I guess it's really curious, when you guys sat down to produce the record, where did you teeter between a more old-school thrash sound or a more <laughs> modern thrash sound? <laughs> And that's funny because that's that is actually what we wanted to do. Um, the album had to sound old school. We definitely wanted to be able to get that um, pleasure to kill or hell awaits vibe on the album. This rough darkness that that you can feel when 
when you are uh, listening to this record and that you can feel when you listen to our first record called To War. But at the same time, Eric, our lead guitarist, and me, we are huge fans of huge modern metal productions, especially when it comes to the guitar sound, these chunky kang 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 sounds. And we love the guitar sound of guys like Ola England or the one from Decapitated, whose name I forgot. I think he's now playing for Machine Head as well. Um, we love that modern guitar sound. So we think that I think that the guitar sound is the key factor of this modern sounding and the rest of the production and the present bass on the production is has a really old school vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, it's funny you mentioned Ola there. I think I was just chatting with somebody about the haunted the other day if they're still mm-hmm. po- if they're still poking around um which uh ola is obviously a member of and there's definitely some some pretty crushing guitar tones there yes that's true i love that guy his humor is it's awesome i love him <laughs> <laughs> yes uh recently there was a video that i saw from him where uh he set up a, a pedal and he tested it and he didn't like it so a bunch of people were upset that he didn't like it, so they told him how to do it properly, and he actually made a video of all the suggestions that were completely ridiculous, and he knew that they were completely <laughs> ridiculous, but he's like, oh, I should do this, okay, and he's got this bugged out look on his face, like, I can't believe I'm going to do this, and then he did it, and then there's the amp hissing like we all knew it would because uh. of what the person said. And my favorite one was that you actually go from the amp into the pedal so that you're using the amp to boost the pedal. I thought that was my favorite one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Well, no. yeah. Groovy. <laughs> <laughs> now, when it comes to the album Holdout, what are some of the other concepts that we're going to come across? Like, for example, Kill and Become or Roaring mm-hmm. Thunder What is uh, or The King of Slaughter. What are some of the other concepts that we should expect when we pick up the album? Mm-hmm. So a run through history. Um, I cannot dive deep into concepts because they are out of the minds of um, um, T-Set or T-Set, <laughs> who is not, unfortunately, not an, an English speaker. So he can write the lyrics in English and English, and we check it, but he can't speak English. Um, so I have to try. <laughs> um, they are about historic events. For example, Kill and Become is about, um, how do you say... Um, I'm missing a word. Um, the guys who um, Landwirtschaft in Germany, fuck. <laughs> Sorry for my terrible English. Um, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, Bauer. I, I have to check it. One, one second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dictionary time. Farmers. Ha. Ah, it's about farmers. Thank you. Thank you, Google. <laughs> it's about farmers that um, yeah, fought against the rich, couldn't become, and they were extremely brutal. They, the war was so brutal because the farmers were so poor and they got so angry. And that's some of the roughness we want to have on the record. So this raw energy is like the thing you can find in every song. This rawness, that's this roughness, violence, power, and some drama too. And yeah, we tr- we try to get it on the instruments and on the lyrics as well. Yeah. Okay, perfect. 
Well, Murphy, normally we'd be chatting about tours and festivals, but instead my mm. my new favorite question is, so, how's quarantine been? How's it going? And <laughs> uh what kind of <laughs> what kind of news can we expect uh from the band other than, you know, obviously marketing uh the new yeah. record? Yeah, of course we we uh, um yeah, we we didn't know how to cope with this and if we actually would release the record within this crisis. So we thought a lot about this, this and we decided to just do it. Um, we have nothing to lose. And yeah, we also had in mind that a lot of bands are releasing, are going to release the album after the crisis. So um, yeah, I think it doesn't matter. So we just did it. And we used that time to connect with our fans. So we were searching for individual contact with the fans. And that this is something that helped us a lot because fans enjoyed that a lot. And so they were promoting our record. And I think that's an awesome stuff and a, and a chance, chance we got from this crisis to connect with our fans. And this is really awesome and something we are really thankful for. Absolutely, my good man. All right. <laughs> well, this interview was Zergile, and uh, for me anyway, I enjoyed it. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds kind of funny now that I say it out loud. I was like, what did I just say? I actually don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I enjoyed it too. Good. Good. You're the part of Germany where I can use Guile. Uh, <laughs> Guile. Guile. Uh, <laughs> sweet. Well, uh, Murphy, unless there's anything else that you wanted to throw out there, I just wanted to thank you for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast. Yeah, support small bands. Support the small bands. Support music industry. Go to shows as soon as they yeah start again, as soon as there are shows again. And support metal, support thrash metal. Yeah, keep the horns up. Yeah. 